Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show podcast. I'm Corey Valdez. I'm Tony Cookston. We're hanging out to you today, uh, or we're coming to you today from uh, Par Lumber in West Lynn. This is my yeah. home base, Tone. Yeah, this is where you uh, this is where you spend many of your days. Yes, sir. Selling, uh, building material supply to patrons who need uh, both products and advice. Yeah, products and advice. I get uh, I get both daily. So uh, I don't mind coming back here and hanging out on a Saturday. I think it would be super funny if a customer walked into your office up to your desk and he would ask you for some advice and you said, tell you what, tune into my podcast and you can get everything that you need right there. <laughs> uh, you know, funny enough, I I get a little embarrassed when people, you know, they'll come up to me and say, hey, I saw you on the TV up front or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, I saw the thing and. But sometimes people talk about it, and I say, you know, actually, I have a pretty useful video about that subject on our YouTube channel, and I'll tell them about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it is that we do this show because we we have a lot of useful knowledge that we share with all of our listeners, with you guys, and with our, you know, people that go to our YouTube channel. We have tons of videos on there. So, yep. yeah, go check it out. It's youtube.com forward slash Show. Uh, we're also on Instagram, so you can find us there. We're at WW Home Show, or you can just search the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. If you're watching this video on YouTube, you can also get all of our audio on a podcast, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, those Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, anywhere. Wherever you get your podcasts. Totally. Anyway, so. Podcast, uh, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There's a lot of pollen out here today. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're hanging out today. There is a uh, deck barbecue going on today. We've got an amazing uh, looking Hawaiian food truck over here. Tony, you gonna throw down on that here? Oh later? yeah, for sure. I, I think um, I'm gonna see if I can't get them to give me a partial portion of rice. Partial portion? Because it looks like the, there's a lot of rice, but uh, but I'm definitely gonna eat some of that meat. Looks good. Yeah, habu smoke cart. It looks. Uh, every time it walks by, I can smell it. <laughs> the cart walks by? No, the, the, the people walking by oh. with food. <laughs> Lots of people here today. So, so, yeah, speaking of all the people that are here today, there are vendor representatives from many different manufactured products and suppliers uh, for building material supplies. So I think it would be good for us to um, just cover some of these suppliers and the products that they sell and uh, and talk about how Absolutely. what role that plays in in an outdoor living situation at at our home or yeah, your, yeah. our listeners home cuz each one of these vendors supplies something very specific for outdoor living uh, like the guy right across from us yeah. he, patio roof riser it's a product that uh, this guy he invented it it's uh it's basically a steel bracket system that bolts directly onto your roof that holds beams for a patio. So you would for a patio cover. A patio cover. Sorry, not a patio. Right. But a patio cover. Yeah. So you would take his brackets, which are adjustable. Heavy duty steel. Heavy duty, yep. And you bolt them down to your roof deck and you cut a saw kerf into your lumber and they slide over top or 
even has U brackets that go around and they hold up the beams, which allow you to span a beam across your roof and then put like a shed style patio roof cover over your patio. And it, it's a really cool product. Yeah. I, I mean, you see a lot of those shed style patio roof covers. The problem is the eave of a single story house a lot of times is very low. Right. And, and if, if people want to tuck it up under there. Right. If you I were going to tuck it up under, then by the time you got down to the the edge uh, or the end of your patio, it would be very low. You would have to tuck underneath it. That is uh, correct. Yeah. You know, so, my neighbor actually, I just want to point this out. My neighbor has a patio roof cover that is built out of probably two by six PT. And he has it just sitting on a ledger, not even a ledger. It's just a plate that just sits right on his roof deck. Oh, really? Yeah. And all of the joists that are, the roof joists are nailed to that ledger or, or piece of plate. But it's not attached to the roof? I don't believe so. Wow. It looks like it's just sitting there. I, I, I mean, would it's, imagine. It's heavy. So, I mean, it's not a really good well, likelihood that it's going to move much. Probably but. not. But I would imagine that they've used some blackjack or some sort of uh, roofing tar to weld it to the roof deck. But Interesting. But it's not a good setup because it. I can look over there from my upstairs bedroom and I can look down. And there is always piles of leaves and pine needles stacked up behind it right. against the roof deck. So it's just sitting there. That's not a good situation. No, it's not. That's where this patio roof riser comes into play. Yeah. It lifts everything off the roof deck so that you have a gap, you know, probably anywhere between 8 to 12 inches of space, allowing airflow, allowing leaves and all of that stuff to blow through, not causing rot. So it's interesting, right? Um, Patio Roof Riser is not the only company that makes a product that does that job. Correct. Skylift Hardware is another one. Yep, we stock Skylift Hardware yep, as well. With Skylift Hardware, you cut a little hole in the roof deck. You attach that bracket actually to the top plate of your exterior, exterior wall. wall, and you bolt that thing in there. I mean, it's very, very strong. Yep. And then it comes up, and you roof back around it again, and then uh, it gets a little uh, flashing rubber flashing piece. And then that holds a beam, which holds the rest of your right. patio cover. The patio roof riser, what makes that unique is anyone can install it, really. it's You do cut a hole in your roof, but it gets covered over with what you call a roof jack or a right. pipe jack. Right. So it's the same sort of pipe. It's like a two-inch pipe that comes through your roof, just like you would see for your toilet vent or your sink vent. Right. You're going to see these two-inch pipes come up through your roof. Well, this little rubberized neoprene roof jack is what slides over that sits on your roof deck and then you tuck it up under some shingles nail it down and use some blackjack roof you know caulking yep. cement yep it's great design i think it it's is great it's design. really cool and so if you were deciding that you didn't want to mess with your roof a lot of people are like well, i don't want to put a hole in my roof in my perfectly good roof here's another option you could put a couple of posts right up next to the eave of the house, all the way down to the ground, expend them up above the roof, and then you could cantilever your joists that are on top of that beam that those two posts carry, and then that would be up over top of your roof. Yeah. I mean, essentially, the reason why you want it to cover over is so that you're overlapping in any area where rain could come through. If you just butt the roof up to your eave, then you're going to have an area where rain comes through. Correct. But now you could do it that way as well. I want to point out, you know, what Tony just said is, is a great 
idea if you don't want to attach anything to your house. Right. But keep in mind, anytime you're building anything where it involves posts freestanding, you have to worry about lateral stability. Right. And when I say lateral stability, it's the, the post itself. If you were to just stand a post up, just stand it up on the ground, what's it going to do? It's going to fall over. <laughs> That's lateral force. It's going to, it's every time wind hits it, it's going to want to tip over. Right. So you have to figure out a way to secure that post so it stands up vertically. The easiest way to do that is by digging a hole, planting that post down into the ground, three or four feet. And then having it come straight up out of the ground, high enough to support your your deck or your patio cover. So that is something to consider because I've seen people that want to use a post base. You know, and right next to patio roof riser, oddly enough, is Simpson Strong Tie. Right, that's right. Simpson Strong Tie makes metal hangers and connectors for wood members like posts or joists or anything like that. Well, the problem is... When you have a metal connector post base, what we would call that, like an ABU post base, you would bolt that to, say, concrete. Like if you have a patio concrete pad, you could bolt a post base to that and set a post on it, right? But it doesn't offer much lateral stability, right? You know, you could put it in there and it's held together with some nails or some bolts. But realistically, you know, you put that thing eight feet in the air, if that's all you do. Correct. That's but all obviously I'm there are, and we've talked about this even recently, uh, there are things you can do to give it lateral stability. Right. You could use um, knee braces, tie backs, or knee braces, or whatever you want to call those. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, but if that's if you were saying, say you were setting it on a concrete patio, and you don't want to put a hole in your concrete patio, but you also don't want it to be bigger than your patio. That's kind of a situation where you're tied to that. You don't have a lot of options. Right. But obviously there are things you could do. These are all different options for building a patio cover. Um, and and that's this is just one of the products that you could do. Simpson has a lot of products for that. And yeah. If you're putting joists up, they have uh, hurricane ties for the joists, how to tie the joists to the beams. They've got um, hangers that hold a beam to a post or to your house. Uh, I actually built a patio cover and I did not put those posts in the ground, as you know. The I set them on top of the patio, but I did tie it into the house right. on the back side. So the house in itself is offering you that stability That's right. to keep it at the house side. Right. Out in the front side, still very, you know, I had to um I had to tie those back, those beams to that post on and both you have cross members. Right. You know, like uh, on a forty-five knee brace, yeah, forty-five. Yep, yep knee braces, degree knee braces, and, and mine's very strong. But I also built it out of six by twelve and four by twelve and four by eight, big, chunky, bulky. Thing. I would call that a beast cover. Yes, it's beastie. That thing is beastie. Uh, yeah, the four by hangers that tied it to the house, the the ABU sixty-sixes that tied the six by sixes to the patio, with concrete fasteners. All all of that came from Simpson. Yeah, um, including including some long, heavy-duty screws that hold joist to beams. Ah, your roof rafters. Yeah, that's right. you did right. your roof rafters out of timbers as well. That's right, I did. And along with those Simpson screws that I used, I also used some Fasten Master screws that were, they replaced lag bolts, like uh, I'd say 5 16ths to 3 8 inch round, 
um, very long, lots of threads, and they replaced. They also replaced hangers that you would use to tie one structural member to another one. Right, right. Yeah, those Simpson makes all those screws. They make them in black as well. Did you use black screws on your orange ones? I use some black screws and oh, okay. also some orange ones. They offer a selection of hardware that they call outdoor accents. Yes, that's right. And the outdoor accents you can get, you know, L brackets and you know different other brackets that are made powder coated black that you can leave exposed. They're meant to be seen. If you want that look of you know the black hardware holding your timber frame roof together, Simpson Strong Tie that makes that. Outdoor accents line, really, really cool. And they also make matching fasteners. Yes. So, very cool situation. Um, one of the other things about Simpson 2, and we talk about this a lot on the show when building decks, they make hangers that are specifically designed for pressure-treated lumber. I see this off too often. We did a beach series. We went to a beach house over on the Oregon coast, and that had a brand new deck installed. And you could see where the framers used the incorrect fasteners in some cases on that, on that deck framing. And what we mean by that is, at the coast specifically, pressure-treated lumber is made out of copper azole. It's got zinc in it. Combined with the salty air, you get immediate corrosion of anything that is not stainless steel. Right. That's so right. Simpson makes stainless steel hangers. But if you're not at the coast, they also make what's called Z-Max. Z-Max hangers have an additional coating on them that won't interact with the copper in pressure-treated lumber, giving you electrolysis, which will corrode those fasteners and those hangers. So it's very important to choose the right hanger for your situation. We've intentionally left this moment blank to cut out the loud truck that's about to start and drive away. Oh. And you could just, and you could just, right, just cut that out because we stopped. It's a lot harder to do with video now. <clears throat> but, yes. We have to do a clap. Yeah. We're going to clap here as soon as he's gone. Ready? Clap. Clap your hands. Right next to you got Simpson? Are you done with Simpson? Right next to the Simpson tent, you'll see uh, a couple of tents. These two tents are Azek Timber Tech and also um, IWP selling Trex. So Warehouser selling Azek Timber Tech and IWP selling Trex. Trex and Timber Tech, right? Yeah. These two, you know, these two composite. <laughs> decking manufacturers that uh, have both have huge product lines that people buy all the time, but yet they're they're different in many different ways. Um, but they both bring something unique. Azek brings a product that's all plastic, very unique. Trex doesn't offer that. Trex makes their product out of ninety eight percent recycled materials. Azek Tech just doesn't do that. Um, Azek TimberTech has a a, a four-sided cap that goes all the way around their um, composite product. Trex is, is capped three sides. And they have reasons why they've chosen to manufacture their products like that, and yet they're very different from each other. 
hundred percent. Um, Trex and Timbertech making composite decking and Azek making plastic decking, which uh, is a little bit more expensive. It's got a really nice color palette, um, l super low maintenance. I mean, you don't have to stain it. You don't have to. All you got to do is just wash it gently with detergent mm -hmm. and and um, keep it clean. That's all you got to do is yeah. keep it clean. It's your only responsibility. One of the things that Azek makes that Trex actually doesn't is a pure 100% PVC deck. PVC decking has a lot of qualities about it that make it really cool. A, it's fire resistant, so it won't actually burn unless it has fire constantly touching it. Once you take that fire source away, it smokes out and won't continue to burn. One of the other benefits of Azek is that it's light. You take that product out of its package, you take a 20-footer, and you can pick it up with one hand, no problem. A piece of composite decking is about three times as heavy. So if you're installing a deck yourself and you have long runs and you got to pack it to the back of your yard or whatever, Azek might be the way to go for you. Very similar warranties between the two products. Uh, yes. 25 year fade and stain warranty, I think, um, is very similar for both of the products. There, they have similar price points. Um, an, a less, ex a least expensive, a most expensive, and you know, a couple of options in the middle there. But um, both really good products, and um, both really good suppliers. Uh, we have good relationships with them for sure. What I would say is it really comes down to personal preference. When people walk in the door and they ask me about what's my favorite deck board or whatever, what, you know, do you like Trex or TimberTech? And to be quite honest, they're both great. Trex has a lot of things on their side, and also so does TimberTech Azek. So it really comes down to your personal preference when you look at it. Do I like that color? Do I like that grain pattern? Right. Do I like the way it looks? It's it's because you're the one that has to live with it. You have to put it down on your deck and look at it every single day. Right. And I always get people that come in and, and they they want to use cost, right? They want to say, oh, well, I want the cheapest possible product ever. And you can get, you can get composite decking for sub $2 a linear foot, all the way up to $6 a linear foot, right? But then the next question is, well, how big is the deck? And they say, oh, it's 10 by 10. <laughs> so you tiniest, have a 100 square foot the, deck. Yeah, the tiniest deck you could possibly build and you're going to put the least expensive yeah, product down. Yeah, 250 linear feet. And you're talking about the biggest price difference might be, you know, typically around $2 per foot, one swim way or the other. And so you're going to go with a product that you don't like for $400? Yeah. For $500? I mean, what at that point, if you're going with, a deck that's going to last forever, framing that's going to last forever, the the in the decking material that's going to outlive you. Are you going to choose something because of its price or because you like you know? Right. I I get both right. I've sold people decks to people that just need to put it down and it's a utility type deck. Doesn't matter. I get it. And and honestly, some of those lighter, well, those less expensive deck boards look great. They really do. But I've also heard people say, "Oh, I love that one." But it's just too expensive. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. That uh, that does seem like a moderately shallow perspective. It's just something to consider, is all for the decision that you're making for the next 25 years. That's my point. Yeah. Um. So right here next to us in this uh, 
and this spot right next to us is Exterior Wood. Yes. A partner of Par Lumber Company for a very long time, as long as I can remember. Yeah, it's actually Taiga. Taiga, Ty, Exterior Wood by Taiga. Yeah. Is that Tyga right? Taiga bought Exterior Wood. They were a local company in Washuga, Washington. Taiga is one of the largest uh, pressure-treated manufacturers in the world. Swooped in and bought Exterior Wood. Good choice. Kept the name because they knew that Exterior Wood is an amazing company. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, they make uh, all the pressure-treated pressure wood we've been talking about. That's right. Yep, they do. And uh, they make pressure-treated wood to, to be used inside of the ground, to be used up against the ground, to be used above ground. Um, they have all of, and, and some really great technology when it comes to pole barns. They now have a product that is a hybrid product. The bottom six feet, imagine this to be a four by four, four by six, four by eight, six by six, six by eight, six by ten. Big um, pole big barn post, stock. Pole yeah. barn stock. And, uh, and they make this product, and it's a hybrid product that is the bottom six feet of it, which is what's going to be in the ground, is treated for in-ground structural, but then the part that's out of the ground is not treated. And in addition to that, it's not one solid piece. They've taken multiple pieces and laminated them together in order to get a product that stays straight and true and very strong, like a glue lamb, like a vertical glue lamb, but treated. Yeah. It's, it's a uh, great product. It's, it's called, they're called Titan you, Timbers. Titan, yeah, those are great. Uh, one thing I will say is like if you, when you look at products of that length, when you look at a 30-foot 6x6 pole, uh, it's hard to keep a 30-foot 6x6 pole straight. Yeah, absolutely. No question. So the Titan Timber is really the answer to if you need something that's straight and true. Can, yeah, and true. And treated. And treated. And strong. And strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do make a great product. Um, oh, you know, I was watching something on Instagram the other day, and this guy was telling a story, and he goes, this product that I use is really great. And then he goes, hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> and every time he mentioned a product, he's like, hashtag not sponsored. Uh, we should start doing that. I know. Most of our show would be hashtag not sponsored. I know, I know. We have a couple uh, sponsors for we, our show. But we work for a company that supplies products. And these products aren't sponsoring us. These products are just products that are good products. And we talk about them because they're good. We sell good. them every day. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not because they're giving us money to say it. That's not what's happening. Um, but these products, I mean, there are some of those. <laughs> if I'm being honest, Makita, for example. Yeah, Makita. Makita. But, but that's, uh, again, we don't, we don't praise that product just because they're our sponsor. Oh, right. They're our sponsor because we praise that product. That's you know what true. I mean? This is a chicken before the egg thing <laughs> we we loved the product long That's before right. they became our sponsor <laughs> um anyways uh so we got two more booths uh, three more booths we haven't talked about the there's a screw products booth right here screw products is comes to the market with um with a really nice looking product line and a super sharp point on their screws i, I really like their screws Fasten Master is another brand of screw, makes a really good screw. As a matter of fact, Fasten Master recently changed their their least expensive screw, the Guard Dog, which used to be what they called a posi track, uh, not posi track, a posi drive um, bit, what they used for it. And they've changed that now to a, to a Torx drive. And that is very nice. The screws are um, inexpensive comparatively to their competition, but drives with a really nice tip. I really like that. A good comparison. Yeah, screw, screw products, products makes also makes very a good, good products. Screw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, right next to them is Distero. 
Yeah, that's right. Desdero. Desdero kind of is uh, kind of a specialty distributor, don't you think? Yeah, they do. They do a lot of wood products, but they also are into a lot of composite decking products now. They have a few neat uh, additions to that line of composite products called Sylvanics. Sylvanics, Sylvanics yeah, I've decking. seen it. It's actually pretty unique. There's not another product out there that's that's really like it. I would agree. They uh, they also make Sylvanics for cladding, wall cladding. I recently got some samples for a customer of mine that wanted to use it on their modern elevations. And I tell you what, it looks really cool. It's not inexpensive, but if you need that look of, you know, exotic hardwood for a modern look, you know, you see these new modern houses with two and three, uh, four or five even different types of siding on the front elevation of the house. And you'll, you'll want that hardwood look, but you don't want to have to maintain it. Right. That's the problem. You have to go get something like Epay or something, you know, or mahogany where you put it up on the wall and it looks great for approximately two years or three years. And then it starts graying out and it gets splotchy because some of it's in the sun and some of it's not. You know, that's really where that product comes in to play because it's a composite. Yeah. Plastic. I think they use bamboo flower or something odd in it, but uh, it's got a really great warranty. And it never fades. It looks the same forever. So. Another really great product he has on his table over there is Dasso XTR. Yeah, that's right. That's a, a bamboo composite as well. Yes, but it does not look like your traditional bamboo no. decking because it's super dark, very dark brown, um, very dense. That will that product. I I helped to install that product in Dayton for um, for a friend of mine. And uh, I'll tell you what, that product is very, very dense, very hard. Um, and the cool thing about it is the pieces are all six foot long and end matched. So you're not worried about right. where your seams are or how that, I mean, the whole deck is going to be exactly the same. Six foot pieces right. end matched. And uh, it's a really good look. It looks like an interior floor outside. It really does. The one thing about Dasso is because it's a real product, it's, it is a composite. It's like a bamboo mesh and you know uh they take bamboo strips and compress it with a resin right um it is a composite but it also will gray out over time right so you do have to maintain that product with stain or clear coats or some sort of finish or if you want to keep that look so but yeah if you're interested in this dasso xcr d-a-s-s-o yeah, so we're checking out. It is a cool product. I, I really like it. A little more expensive than some of the other decking products, but I really absolutely love the look of it. All right, the last guy here is uh, is Basalite. Yeah, that's right. Basalite is a, a company that makes things out of concrete. Concrete. Concrete, concrete, concrete and concrete products. Bagged concrete products, pavers, retaining wall blocks, pier blocks, um, cinder blocks, all of those things that are made out of concrete that you use uh, – outside in an outdoor living space they make all that stuff and par sells all that stuff yeah they even have uh like outdoor living what they call necessaries oh yeah that's great i have that <laughs> i have that necessaries we have those uh it's sort of like a they have this this uh stone there they call tumbled and it's got of rounded on its edges you yeah, know and it's yeah. in porous we use that to build a couple of benches in the backyard and then there's uh columns Two foot by two foot columns that are about three or four feet tall in between those benches. Mm -hmm. It's a very good look. Uh, we've got a fireplace 
um, not a fireplace, a fire pit, a block fire pit in the backyard that was made by Baselight. Yeah, they, they make Is some it, pretty good stuff. Why would you call a fire pit? Why wouldn't a fire pit be a fireplace? I mean, this is where you put fire, right? It's a place, it's a place where a fire. fire is. You could call it a fireplace, but fireplace was already taken. <laughs> so they changed it so to like, pit. Shoot, what are we going to call this one? Yep. A fire pit. It's a pit because you had to sort pit of. Pit of fire. Yes, it's pitted. That's anyway, that, that pretty much wraps up the vendor. You're forgetting one, Tony. Who else is here? Timber Joey. Oh, that's right. Timber Joey. If you're Joey's a fan here. of the Portland Timbers. Yeah. He's here Timber wearing Joey's his, down there. Wearing his Timber Joey gear. He's he's uh, wielding his Timber Joey. He's sawing logs. But I'm not talking about sleeping. <laughs> but he is sawing. He's, wielding he's his got Timber, his chainsaw down there and Timber he's cutting Joey tree cookies. He's off. got two chainsaws down there. He's cutting tree cookies. And then he's autographing them. Uh, very cool. Always good to see Timber Joey. What a great guy! And um, I want to get one. Of, I want to get one of those hard hats that he has. You know, the metal hard hats. Yeah, very the, cool. Like aluminum bare, bare aluminum full ring all the way around. Yeah, be nice to see one with a with a Timbers logo right next to a Weekend Warriors logo. Ooh, I'm in. Yeah, that would be cool. We need to make that happen. We do need to make that happen. All right, well, that's all we got for you today. We're, uh, I think we're getting hungry. We can smell that Habu smoke cart from here. Probably going to go check that out. So anyway, thanks for uh, listening to us. If you got any questions or comments, you can leave those down below. Or uh, if you want to email us, it's weekendwarriorsatpar.com. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you got some uh, good tidbits out of the show. We'll talk to you again next week. See ya. <laughs>